I just need for all the moms out there to know that they are doing the best they can. Honestly, I mean, it's just I with my daughter and trying to raise her and my sons, you know, I was always self-doubting and questioning that. Am I doing this correctly or but there's no one way there really isn't. There is no one way you no child is the same, even within the same family. No mom is the same. And I just got tired, I think, of just kind of like questioning everything I did. Oh, did I do that right? Was yeah. that correct? Or I didn't do that. Oh, I don't like the way I did that. It just gets tiring. So finally, I just said, you know what? I'm doing fine. Yeah. You know, you know do my children have a roof over their head? Are, are, are they still alive? Then I'm doing well. <laughs> yes. The fact that you're worried about it already says yeah. that you're a good mom. <laughs> Welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast, where we chat about all the things that mama needs. On this podcast, you'll hear real stories from moms that you can relate to and listen in while you do your everyday mom life. Hey, I'm your host, Jen Collins, mama of three kids, wife, and founder of Mama Needs Box, a monthly self-care subscription box for moms. Mama Needs Box is also the sponsor of this podcast, and we want to spread the message of self-care far and wide. So just for listening to this episode today, I would love for you to go grab a subscription or anything in our shop for 15% off using the code podcast at checkout. Just head to mamaneedsbox.com to see our theme this month and subscribe for yourself or give it as a gift. All right, if you've ever struggled with self-confidence as a tween or teen, or you have a tween or teen girl now, this episode is for you. I'm interviewing Laurel Hanfield today. She's an author, mom of three, and wife. Her story is straight out of a chick flick movie, you guys. Her vacation to the islands turned into an unexpected romance when she met and fell in love with her now husband. After two years in a long-distance relationship, she decided to move to the Bahamas permanently, and this led to a shift in focus and a rediscovery of her true passion, writing. Today, Laurel creates coloring and activity books for young girls, and you're going to hear all about that today in this episode. Laurel talks about growing up as a minority in her school, developing an eating disorder, lack of self-confidence, and how she moved across the ocean to the Bahamas, started a family, and how all of that has helped her want to be part of a bigger solution to help girls find their worth and self-confidence early on. And Laurel tells us about her books and what she's working on right now, and she also gives us some great ways to help relate to our tween and teen girls, so you don't want to miss that. Everything is in our show notes over at mamaneedspodcast.com. So make sure you check it out and follow Laurel. But for now, I hope that you enjoy my conversation with Laurel Hanfield. Hey, Laurel, welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. It's so nice to meet you. I can't wait to get to know you and have our listeners get to know you a little bit better. So why don't you introduce yourself real quick? Tell us who you are, where you live, and a little bit about what you do. Okay. Well, first, let me say thank you for having me on this podcast. This is actually only my third podcast. Uh-huh. So if, if I sound a little nervous, you know, just ignore me. You know, it <laughs> takes me a while to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for your audience, uh, my name is Laurel Hanfield, and currently I live in Freeport, Bahamas. And I am the founder of Happy Island Press, 
And what that is, is that it's like a publisher that creates picture books and coloring books for young girls, specifically of color, but for anybody really, to help build up their self-esteem. Hmm. Well, it's just so important, as we all know. Yes. Um, and I have to say a little off topic that I have a tinge of jealousy <laughs> because you're in the Bahamas <laughs> and right now it's cold and rainy and a lot of the country oh. is having ice storms. And so I'm sure everyone looks oh, like the Bahamas sound really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, Jen, I, I, I really do appreciate it because I am originally from Pennsylvania. Oh, so like, you right? know. Yes. Like my family's still up there now and they give me reports like the snow, the storms that are coming. And right now I feel kind of guilty. It's like when I look outside my window, it's like 75 degrees and sunny and beautiful. Oh, no. came from the beach. (laughs) Oh, I'm so jealous. (laughs) Listen, a fact you don't know about me is that I am originally from the Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. And so I'm used to the tropical environment and the beach and I miss it a lot. (laughs) Uh, The food, everything, like I miss everything. So I'm in North Carolina now, but, and we love it here. We love it here, but there's just something about the islands that are amazing. And I believe it or not, I have never been to the Bahamas and I want to. Oh, wow. Okay. Because they're very close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I could have taken a day cruise there anytime, but I just never did. And I'm right. eating myself up for that now. <laughs> but I read something on your website in your bio about how you went to the Bahamas and you, <laughs> then you never left. And I would love for you to tell us that story because it sounds really intriguing, like a, like almost like a movie. <laughs> sure. I mean, it actually was kind of a movie. I don't know if um, you've ever seen How Stella Got Her Groove Back. No, I haven't. And there was a, um, a woman that went down to the uh, Jamaica, I think it was in the movie, and she met a fella, she met a guy, and they started a relationship. And just in the end, they ended up getting together. And that was me. That was <laughs> my story to the T. I mean, um, I came here on vacation with a girlfriend of mine. We hung out, had a good time. And that's when I met my husband. He wasn't my husband then, but that's when I met my now husband. And um, we just had a long distance relationship. I was living in Pennsylvania at the time that I moved to Maryland for about a year. And he moved with me. And then we stayed in Maryland for almost a year. But then he ended up coming down here for his his mom passed away. And so he um, attended the funeral. And then I came down here and we just decided, you know, this is where we want to be. So this is where we stayed. And I've been here for, um, it's been 20, 20 years. Wow. Wow. Been here for 20 years. <laughs> Had three kids, two dogs, and I'm still here. I love it. I love it. What a cool <laughs> story. That's so neat. Um, well, you mentioned your uh, publishing company called Happy Island Press. And so yes. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how you started that. And I know you've written a couple of children's books and coloring books. And so I'd love to know just more about that and what you're doing there. Okay. Well, Happy Island Press began because um, when I was younger, I was living in, like, when I was young, I'm going to date myself now. I was the young girl about uh, in the 70s and the 80s. And living in Pennsylvania, I went to a predominantly white school. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, for those that don't know, I'm African-American and I didn't see little girls that looked like me. And that was really difficult. And I do think it affected my self-esteem. You know, I didn't really know it then. But by the time I hit the age of 13, you know, I had an eating disorder mm. and that went well into my like 20s. And, you know, it, it was just kind of difficult because I just I didn't really know who I was and. You know, so I kind of worked my way through it. I went through corporate, you know, I had a few jobs in the States before I actually moved here, before I met my husband and moved down here. And I just, it was just, I had lack of confidence. I I can't tell you if it stemmed from, you know, being younger and the, the situations I had to go through when I was younger, but I can just tell you, I had lack of self confidence. But, you know, I worked my way through that. I came here to the Bahamas. I had my daughter when I was in my 30s. I had my daughter. And as she was growing up, she's 19 now. But as she was growing up, I noticed some of the same tendencies. Like she has, you know, lack of confidence and self-esteem issues. And I'm like, wow, you know, it's almost like the same thing. History repeating itself. Yeah, Yeah. So and then I see a lot of young girls here. Um, here in the Bahamas, having the same issues, like my daughter's friends, young girls in school. And it was just, you know, I think it was time. I think it was time to try to help be part of the solution, Mm. which is why I began Happy Island Press. I wanted to get the young girls as early as possible, the way I wish someone had gotten to me as early as possible. So that's why I created the coloring books. The coloring books have like affirmations. They have like activities. Um, I just ventured out actually into my first picture book and um, they feature African-American girls. They feature young girls of color because I, you know, I know about that personally. Yeah. And that's the target audience I'd like to reach out to. But honestly, it is really for every young girl. It really is. It's for every young girl to help build up their self-esteem, to help know their um, value and worth early, as early as possible. Because I was looking through um, some statistics and I found out that 75% of girls, regardless of race, 75% of girls with low self-esteem reported engaging in negative activities like Mm -hmm. uh, cutting, bullying, smoking. Um, drinking and, you know, my case, the eating disorder. Mm. Now, this compared to about 25, only 25 percent of girls with higher self-esteem. So I'm like, I would love to move more of that 75 percent into that, you know, 25 percent or of the girls with higher self-esteem. So that's where Happy Island Press came from. Oh, I love that. I can tell it's super close to your heart. Which Definitely. I, yeah, which I think is always kind of the key when you start a business. It can't be all about, you know, making money and the the bottom line. It has to be right. something from your heart, I feel like. Um definitely. Yeah, because that's what gets you up in the morning and gets you going and keeps you motivated. Um mm-hmm. and I love that so much. And it's so interesting, isn't it, how like you said, history repeats itself. You had low self-esteem as a kid and you yeah. noticed it in your daughter. And isn't it interesting how that just surpasses any, you know, any roadblock generationally, yes. you know, 
wherever you grew up, you grew up in a completely different environment environment than your daughter has. And yet she still right. had self-esteem issues. And I also struggled with self-esteem issues. My daughter, oh. I, I noticed her some, she's a lot stronger than me. Um, so I'm, I'm actually really proud of that. But I, you know, everybody has something. Um, everybody. And I, yeah. And I just think um, how interesting that it kind of goes beyond any any kind of stereotype. Um, right. It affects everyone. And I love how you are like, I want to get that early. I want to nip that in the bud early. And my business is focused on moms who, you know, are already grown, but so many of us still struggle with self-esteem yes. that was never resolved. And so, yes. yeah. So and I you know, love, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and you know that the, the funny thing about that is, you know, if you haven't resolved it as an adult, your children pick up on that, mm. especially, you know, fathers to sons and moms to daughters. They pick up on everything. They're like a sponge. Like sometimes I am, you know, not even conscious of, you know, saying to myself, oh, wow, I need to lose five pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like sometimes it's not even verbal. Sometimes it's just nonverbal cues that I'm giving my daughter that she will pick up on. And it's just, it, it's funny because it's a completely different generation. And in my case, it's a completely different, you know, I grew up in the States with those issues. I'm in another country. Right. And my daughter, exactly. My daughter has those same issues. Yeah. So it's just kind of, you know, interesting. It is. that Yeah. That she's still dealing with those. Yeah, it is interesting. And it's it's so sad too, but I love that there are people like you who want to, you know, reach those girls early and want to yes. at least speak life into them um, yes. and let them know that they matter and let them know that they're worthy of love and um, perfect just as God made them to be, you know? Yes, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what, what would you say to moms listening? Like, do you have maybe like three tips or so um, for the moms who are listening, who, you know, maybe have tween girls or teen girls. Um, my mm -hmm. daughter's 13. Um, oh. And I, yeah. And yeah. I identified with, <laughs> I identified with what you said, because um, my mom sometimes spoke, uh, negatively about her body in front of me. And I did absorb a lot of that. And so mm -hmm. I made it a, a point um, not to speak negatively about my body in front of my daughter. But I, I think the nonverbal cues, they really, yes. they still pick up on it. Because, um, mm -hmm. you know, like, I won't, I won't change in front of her. I won't, you know, go into a dressing room and try on clothes with, with her, like that I will try them on. Um, you know, things like that where like my insecurities, even though I'm yes. not verbalizing them, like she can see that and she knows she can see I, that. I still I like I hate that, but it's like, you know, it's just stuff that I've still dealt with, that I'm still dealing with, that I'm still going through. Um mm -hmm. So for those who are like me, which I know I'm not alone here, um, mm -hmm. what, what kind of tips would you give the moms listening who have little girls? Okay, well, um, my daughter's older, so I've been through this, yeah. you know, but I have, I have nieces and, and so I'm still kind of going through it and I'm trying to help them through it as well. But for my daughter, what's worked for me is that I listen to her. 
I listened to her, not in the manner of like a lot of us moms, sometimes um, you're waiting for your daughter to finish her sentence just so you could speak. Mm. You know what I mean? We do that just across the board. A lot of times we're not listening to what they're actually saying to us. We're just, you know, we say we're listening, but we're not really listening. Yeah. Like Like, listening to respond. Yes. That's all we're doing. It's like we have what we want to say in our heads and not even listening to what they're trying to tell us. And I've done that for years. But now when I actually listen to her and I actually hear what she's saying to me, I can respond better. Mm. Like I understand her more. Like I'm not just saying what I want to say and what I want to get out. I'm actually trying to help her. So I would say, listen to your daughters. And I mean, really listen. Um, Another thing that's helped me is not forcing a conversation. Mm. Like, I don't want to force her to talk about something she may not be ready to talk about, but because I'm ready to talk about it and I feel it needs to be addressed, then I want to come to her with it. No, I want her to come to me with it. But then that also means that I have to be approachable. Right. Now, um, what I will do is I will let her know whenever you're ready. You know, if you want to talk about anything, just, you know, I'm here. And that's worked well for me because she comes to me now when she has something on her mind. And I appreciate that. Um, Another thing I would say is to have or try to have a natural relationship with your daughter. Like, again, like that's like not forcing anything like, oh, hon, come sit down. Let's have a talk about this. or let's have a talk about I find it works best when, for instance, my daughter and I, we go walking in the mornings and that's when everything comes out. That's when she spills <laughs> all the tea. <laughs> you know, I'm not asking her any questions, but she'll say, oh, well, this one boy or this such and such and this and yeah. that. And it's just natural. Like I'm not forcing her. She feels comfortable. We're out in the beautiful, you know, Bahamas air, you know, and it, it just feels good to know that she comes to me like that on that level. Mm, I love and that. She feels yeah, and she just feels comfortable, yeah. you know, and it, 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 that takes some time. Um, but, you know, as long as you do like fun things with her and not everything has to be about, you know, trying to make her, you know, better. Like, mm-hmm. I know for me, I don't want to say all moms, but I know for me, you know, I was constantly um, complaining about things that she did not do. It was like, oh, you didn't make your bed. Oh, you didn't clean your room. Oh, you, and I was pointing all of that out, but I was never really pointing out things that she did and that she did well. Mm-hmm. Like she's an excellent drawer. She likes to sketch, you know, and I tell her that, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that's nice. I love that. Like things like that, they want to hear, Yeah. you know, it, instead of concentrating on the, oh my gosh, you got a D in this. You know, it's kind of like, okay, that's wonderful. You got an A in this, you got a B in that, you know, let's work on that D. But, you know, I'm proud of the rest of your grades. Um, If she makes dinner for her siblings, her brothers, you know, I say thank you. You know, it's just little things that they do appreciate that I notice that they appreciate and just coming to her and telling her things like that. Yeah. Like pointing out the good. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's Um, very simple. 
It is simple, but it's, it's sometimes we forget because we're like, oh my yes. gosh, she didn't do this. Oh my gosh, she didn't do that. Um, and it sounds like your daughter's the oldest. Is that right? Yes, she is. Yeah. Mine is too. And so she's like a little mama bossing around yes. her two brothers. I also have two sons. Uh, so, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm always trying to be like, thank you so much for playing with your little brother. You know, like right. that really helped me because I needed to work for another 20 minutes and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do that right then. Yes. Um, and I yes. love how you said that when you go on walks with your daughter, everything comes out in the open and that's so good. And it made my heart so happy. Mm -hmm. And when I was younger, and my mom still says this, uh, whenever we would drive in the car, um, mm -hmm. you know, down in Florida, there's a lot of traffic and it, mm -hmm. took, it took 15 to 20 minutes to get anywhere. And so right. we were just alone usually for that mm -hmm. chunk of time. And I would ask her all kinds of questions that she was not prepared for. <laughs> You know, like in middle uh -huh. school, like hearing stuff that I didn't know what it meant. And so I felt, mm -hmm. I felt that I had a safe place with my mom in the car where no mm -hmm. one was listening and I could mm -hmm. ask her, mom, I heard this at school and I don't know what it means. And then she can mm -hmm. like be shocked inside. Cause she told me like something uh -huh. that I asked, she'd be like, oh my gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then she'd have to like be very calm and not show that she was freaked out by, you know, the that question. Was me. <laughs> Yes. And then she'd answer it and she'd tell me the truth. Mm -hmm. And I always appreciated that. And so, yeah, definitely as a mom now, my daughter and I um, have the same kind of talks in the car, which I love. Oh, good. Um, or, or walks too, um, where she mm -hmm. just kind of lets everything out. And I'm like, yes, oh, thank goodness we had this time together because otherwise, when would she have talked to me? Yes. Um, so that's, that's so good. I love all your tips. They're so important. So we'll put oh, all those you. in the show notes for everybody so that you can kind of write those down in your journal maybe and just kind of remember them and apply them, like take one and just apply it that day and see how it goes, you know? You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd love to know the names of, or you said you wrote one picture book so far and then you've done the coloring yeah. book. So I'd love to know the name of the book that you've written and then anything that you're working on right now. Okay, well, the, the two coloring books are, the first one is My Pretty. And basically, that's just affirming that you're, you know, you're inner and you're out of beauty. Um, the second one is I Imagine, that's a coloring book also. And that allows little girls to imagine to be or do anything, mm -hmm. you know, like the sky's the limit type thing. And I just want girls to know that they can, they can, they can, and they can. Yeah. Um, and my picture book is uh, President for a Day. I and love that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just cute. Thought, yeah, I just thought that um, that was the perfect title for this book because I wanted younger, especially with Kamala Harris now as being vice president. Right. Um, it was just kind of like young girls, you know, in general of color, but in general as well, yeah. that they can do it. They can do anything. Mm -hmm. And that's my basic, that's my basic motto because, you know, I didn't feel like that growing up. I didn't feel like, you know, the, the, the generation that I grew up in, I didn't feel like, you know, we could do anything, mm -hmm. you know, just like I said, girls in general, yeah. but now it's like, guess what? Guess what we can and we will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I love that. That sounds so good. Um, are you working on anything new? 
Well, I'm always working on picture books because yeah. I have so many ideas. I that bet I you do. Yeah, I, I can't write fast enough, you know, and <laughs> I don't draw at all. I don't draw. So I have to get an illustrator that takes time and then you have to create. So I'm always working on picture books, but I would love to do uh, a guide, like a, a full length guide for older girls. And, you know, maybe between like the, um, I said like 13 to about 17, 18, but just like an older guy, like things that I've learned, uh, things that I think will help them navigate their way through life. And uh, what else am I working on? Just, you know, trying to um, get the books out there. Yeah. Get them in the hands of moms that, you know, may be kind of struggling with, you know, talking to their child or affirming their child's, you know, inner and outer beauty. Yeah. Where can people find your books? Okay. Well, you can find them on Amazon. Um, the picture book I am about to put up, they, they, it should be in bookstores very soon. Oh, awesome. But I'm about to put that up on Barnes and Noble as well. Uh, Walmart.com and Target.com. It's not there yet, but I'm working on that. It should be um, in those places in about two weeks. That's amazing. Okay. Yes. But you can find everything right now on Amazon. Okay. Awesome. Well, that is awesome. I love what you're doing. And I'd love for our audience just to get to know you a little bit better. So I have a few rapid fire questions. Um, Okay. How do you take your coffee if you drink coffee? Okay. I do drink coffee, but I'm cutting back. I'm trying (laughs) to cut back. You know, I'm, 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 down to about half a cup, yeah. half a cup in the morning. But when I do drink coffee, it's always just black coffee because coffee for me is not like an enjoyment thing. It's just to wake me up and get me going. Okay. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I'm not into that. Like um, Starbucks, we don't have Starbucks down here anyway, but I don't drink Starbucks. <laughs> so it's just black and wake up and go. All right. Yes. It's utilitarian. <laughs> it's, it serves yes. a purpose. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Um, what is a good book that you're reading right now, or maybe you've read recently? Um, well, I'm always, always reading picture books because I'm also a reviewer. So, you know, I'm always downloading picture books always, but as for an adult, um, the adult books I'm reading, I just downloaded the audio book, something called, um, the power of now Hmm. by Eckhart Tolle. And for me, Oh, yes. That is a life-changing book. I love that book. Okay. We'll link it in the show notes so people can check it out if they want to. Yes. Um, what is your favorite way to practice self-care? Um, well, I love me time. I just, I need it. I crave it. I want it. But when I, you know, when I do get the me time, I love meditation. Meditation is just, You know, it puts me into a place of quieting my mind and just, you know, contemplating my next move because I'm like a thinker, thinker, you know, sometimes overthinker and, you know, meditation calms all that down. You know, it's just relax and breathe. And it just it just allows me to make right decisions, make right moves and just, you know, just relax a little bit, especially in this busy, busy world. Yeah, I can imagine that 
being on the beach and doing some meditation mm-hmm. would be lovely. <laughs> be yes. awesome and very relaxing. <laughs> yes. Like I used to um grab my yoga mat. Like I have a yoga mat and I used to just grab it and head to the beach and just sit and just, you know, relax and just enjoy everything, my surroundings, just yeah. enjoy being in the now, basically. Yeah, that's lovely. Well, our show is called the Mama Needs Podcast. So as a mama, what do you need right now? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. You mean aside from a nice bottle of wine? No. <laughs> That's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just need, um, oh, you know what? You know what I need right now? I just need for all the moms out there to know that they are doing the best they can. Honestly, I mean, it's just, I, with my daughter and trying to raise her and my sons, you know, I was always self-doubting and questioning that, am I doing this correctly or, but there's no one way. There really isn't. There is no one way. No child is the same, even within the same family. No mom is the same. And I just got tired, I think, of just kind of like questioning everything I did. Oh, did I do that right? Was that correct? Or I didn't do that. Oh, I don't like the way I did that. It just gets tiring. So finally, I just said, you know what? I'm doing fine. Yeah. You know, know, do my children have a roof over their head? Are are, are they still alive? Then I'm doing well. Yes. (laughs) The fact that you're worried about it already says that you're a good mom. Oh, <laughs> and I worry about it all the time too, but I heard somebody I say, um, I don't know who said it. I feel like everybody says mm-hmm. it now, but it's like, God made you to be the perfect mom for your kids. Like yes. you were created to be the mom for them. So don't doubt yes. yourself. Um, yes. You're doing a great job. So I love that that's your answer because it yes. just wraps it up perfectly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Thank you so much for coming on today and talking to us about what you're doing. It's so beautiful, the books that you're writing and the dreams that you're dreaming and just the impact that you are having on young girls. And thank you for the tips that you gave us. And I know you said where people can find your books, but where can people find you online to follow you? Oh, okay. Well, I am on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. uh, TikTok, actually, I've started TikTok. Okay. And, yeah, that that's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. uh, that would be under Happy Island Press One. The Instagram and the Facebook are just under Happy Island Press. And then for my webpage, I'm under uh, www.happyislandpress.com, and you can go there to sign up for a free girls guide. Mm-hmm. Like I put a free girls guide on there for just tips so you could start today to try to, you know. Uh, raise your daughter's self-esteem. You know, I have sample coloring pages from the books. I have, you know, more more strategies, more tips. And, you know, go to the webpage, happyisland.com and sign up for the free newsletter. Awesome. Well, I will link all of that. You guys definitely go and check out her freebies and get her guide and go see what she has to offer. Laurel, it was so nice to meet you and talk to you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. I had a great time, Jen. I really did. Me too. I love it. 
Thank you so much for listening today. You can find all of the show notes for this episode at mamaneedspodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you could just take three minutes and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Help me spread self-care far and wide by sharing this episode as well. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, you matter, mama.